leaves are changing. Hocus Pocus 2 is out and pumpkin spice is everywhere. Not only are we in fall, we're in full mode holidays. And here's the question looming for both you and me. How can we make money while enjoying the holidays? And I don't know about you, but the holidays are feeling earlier than usual. And it makes complete sense, right? We've been in the pandemic for two years. For me personally, I just got my second booster this past Saturday, so I am ready to go. I'm ready to holiday all the way. All right, if that was too corny, you'd call me out on that. That's fine. And you probably are too. But there's reality of, oh shit, I have bills to pay. And not just bills to pay, but let's be real, Q4 the holidays. That's when everyone's spending habits goes up, not just because we're buying presents, but also friends and family are in town. Or maybe it's us going to travel and we're out of town. And we also know everything's going to go up because everything's now open. So what do we need to do to make sure we are making money so we don't break the bank? And how do we make sure we're not stressed out during the holidays? Well, I got you. So just sit back and let's drop the beat. Hey, Legacy Maker. I'm your host and MC, Elaine Lucardis, business and career coach for women of color and allies. And welcome to the Collier Dreams podcast where we have conscious conversations to help you create a business or career that is sustainable, abundant, and equitable to the lifestyle you deserve. Because our ancestors sacrificed so much so we could have this life of choice. Now, grab your coffee, tea, and or boba, and let's call your dreams to create your legacy. having such beautiful, deep conversations with friends, family, and loved ones, just about relearning our own definition of success. And I just want to actually recommend a book to you. So my friend, marketing strategist for my business, and also one of my clients and coaches for my inner circle, Monica Schock, recommended reading 4,000 weeks. It's a New York Times bestseller. And it's been such a great book reading in understanding the concept of time and honoring that our individualized definition of success will be different from even people we love, admire, and even respect. And at the same time, I know how important it is to obviously make money, but how do we also enjoy it during the holidays? And Here's a repeated theme I've seen when connecting with loved ones, when talking about our own version of success, our own version of happiness, is being in choice, being in choice of how we use that time, whether it's choice being by ourselves, being with others, working, or even not doing anything at all. So this episode looks at supportive ways to make money while you enjoy the holidays. And 
honestly, you can listen to this episode even if it's not the holidays. How do you just enjoy life? Because our ancestors worked so hard so we could have this choice of how we use our time and enjoy life. So I have six tips on supportive ways you can make money while you enjoy the holidays. The first three that I'm going to share is how you could enjoy your life, you know, put the personal part first. And the last three is going more into detail of what you can do within your business or career. So this is for both entrepreneurs as well as folks that work full-time. So one supportive thing you can do to enjoy the holidays is start putting do not schedule appointments in your calendar using in caps and in words, do not schedule. That is a little tip that I even do when I block things off. I don't just put the word block. I put do not schedule. So it's telling me on my Google calendar or for your old school use paper calendar doesn't matter that you do not schedule anything else. So what does that mean? What things do I not schedule? Well, first things first, I just want to let you know, your girl, aka me, your host, my birthday is December 1st. Put that into your calendar because it's obviously a national holiday. I'm just kidding. But even have for that date, like do not schedule, have a day off because it is my birthday. And I have plans even going to Vegas with my boyfriend. So with that being said, put do not schedule on December 1st because it's my birthday. I'm just kidding. If you happen to have a birthday during Q4 or during the holidays, go ahead and put the day off or whenever your birthday is. And for me, I've even put the last two weeks off where I'm not working. I have a number of my clients who have already scheduled it where it says do not schedule. So do that for yourself. And maybe you also want to take the whole week off for Thanksgiving. Or whatever holidays you celebrate, or maybe you just want time off and you know friends and family members are coming, put the do not schedule, like block that off first. The second tip is because this is when a lot of socializing happens towards the end of the year, having dedicated days and times for socializing. This is the time of year where you're probably going to see old friends and family members who don't live where you live, come into town and you want to see them. So when can you have dedicated evenings or days to see them? Is it the weekend? Maybe the weekends are for you. Like for me, for example, not just even in the holidays, but throughout the year, Mondays and Fridays, I don't do phone calls, but Mondays and Fridays is when I do see people in person, whether that is a personal friend or maybe in person with a client. I just know I need a break from Zoom and the computer because I'm Zoomed out. So figure out those dedicated days and times. And don't get me wrong, even though I do have Mondays and Fridays dedicated to not doing calls, there are times when I break those rules. Like, for example, I just came off a a two-week trip. I've had six weeks of vacation this past year. I'm like, oh my gosh, I have things, I, I have clients to catch up on or I need to connect with others. So I will do calls on Mondays and Fridays. But just knowing that you're creating that boundary for yourself. And the third tip, to really enjoy the holidays is schedule dedicated time just for you. Earlier today, you know, I want to tell you what my top priority is, scheduling a tarot massage, but it's not happening until two weeks. Do you know how excited I am for that? I also have dedicated dates and times blocked off where I do yoga, working out, and it's just me. 
And I'm an extrovert. Like I vibe off of energy from other people, but it's also important to pour water into your own cup because when we give ourselves what we need, we can be there and be more loving to our partners, to our family members, and to our friends. So three tips on personal one, put do not schedules in your calendar. If you have a birthday coming up, you want to take the last two weeks off, or you know friends and family members are creating, coming during a certain time. Second, have dedicated evenings, days, or times for socializing, so you're prepared for that. And third, schedule dedicated time just for you, you, yourself, and you. All right, you're probably thinking, well, Elaine, okay, tell me how to make the money. Don't worry, I got you. So the fourth tip is now that we've taken care of the personal stuff is once you put the do not schedules in your calendar, be honest, be honest. Did you hear me when I said be honest? What days and times can you dedicate to working? Right? So maybe it's like, okay, Tuesday through Thursday, which is what I do. Or maybe, okay, I'll work these weeks, but I have the last week off in November, the last two weeks off in December, but other times I'm going to be working. Be honest, look at your calendar, whether it's Google calendar or paper calendar. Now the fifth part, I'm going to go more, a lot more logical. The hard part is be honest with what you can actually focus on. So you can still be present with your loved ones. So you can still get minimum eight hours of sleep, or maybe you need seven. So you can at least work out. And when we're talking about what we can focus on, I'll do a two-part. One, if you're working full-time, or two, you have a business. So if you're working full-time, look through your projects. Be honest first with yourself of what projects and tasks you can complete before the year and have an honest conversation with your boss, right? This is a script you can use based on holidays and time off. This is what I can focus on. And I want to make sure that we're both in agreement on that these are our priorities and these could be waited until the new year. So having the conversation, because it's not about doing all things, it's also having being honest and integrity of what you can do and what's your capacity, because you don't want to feel resentful towards your job. Because what's going to end up happening, and I've seen it happen, you end up working in the holidays because you couldn't finish all the things, so you're going to feel resentment. And you might end up wanting to quit your job. So might as well just have a conversation with your boss. So how do we be honest with what you can focus on if you are a business owner? Well, let's look at what has helped you in your business this past year up to this point. Do you know what has been the fastest way for you to get clients? And what are the top two or three avenues of how you've gotten clients or customers? So as of today, on October 11th, when I am recording this, because I do keep track of my numbers. I'm at 80% referrals and renewals. So that's my top way my company makes money. Number two, 13% is Google SEO. And then third, 6% is IG, right? So what does this tell me? So if I know 80% of my income comes from referrals and renewals, I'm going to focus on serving my clients one and to continue building relationships. In fact, they were in an amazing podcast episode. I work with them. I'm one of their clients of India Jackson and Erica Corday of Pause on the Play. They both do DEI. I'm part of their membership. And we were just sponsoring of, hey, how can we support one another? 
our clients or refer one another. So that's a conversation we are having. But it's actually not even in the purpose of money, but genuinely, I believe in their mission. I refer them so many times because of their values. So even seeing there on what collaboration could possibly happen. I've also had Axion Opportunity Fund, the nonprofit that gives funding and coaching to the BIPOC community. I just had a conversation with them of how they want to extend doing in a whole year long contract. So what I want you to hear, it's not just clients, but what are key relationships that you could build upon if you notice that majority of your income comes from referrals or renewals. Building relationships is just so, I can't say the word easy, but when we've been in pandemic for two years and we are completely zoomed out, making sure people align with our values is even more important than making sure someone's genuine to the relationship as well. So that's what I'm focusing on. And I'm using myself as a case study for you to listen to so you can start thinking about, okay, how do I get clients? So the second part for me is Google SEO has been huge this past year. And I have shared that before. And so my simple strategy for this year, okay, I know people are finding me. So how can I get more reviews on my Google SEO? By the way, if you're loving my podcast, if you're a client listening to me, been coached by me or currently being coached with me, would love for you to leave a Google review. Please go to laymi.com forward slash Google. It will redirect you to my Google page. But see what I just did there? Simple easy, right? It, I'm not making it more difficult than it is. I'm seeing what's already working. The third part where I'm getting clients 6% is from Instagram. I'm figuring out, okay, what is consistency to me when it comes to posting, whether it's a post or a story? Is that once a week, twice a week? What are even content that is working for me? But more importantly, beyond that, and I've been having such a love-hate relationship with social media. You can check out the episode I did with, I believe it is episode number four with Monica Shock, how to be less dependent on social media. I am just having fun with social media. I'm not solely relying on it to get clients. I'm just having fun again. Because at the same time, like I said, it's my least amount in terms of getting clients, only 6%. So I only post one or two twice a week. I have fun with it. I post some memes. If you haven't followed me on Instagram yet, check me out at Elaine Lou underscore. So that's E-L-A-I-N-E-L-O-U underscore. And if you notice, see what I did there? Made it so simple, right? And something I've even noticed in my own business, I know I get clients when people have calls with me. So I'm like directing every people everyone to be like, oh, schedule a call to see if it's a good fit. And there's also an application. I am seeing what's working, right, for me. And this is even what I do with my own clients where, okay, we look under the hood, what is working in your business so that the systems and strategies that you create in your business is aligned to what's working for you, not just a cookie cutter approach because of what I'm doing. And if you need more support on that, you could schedule a complimentary call with me. Go to elainelu.com forward slash call. But what I want you to hear is I'm so aware of what is working in my business and I keep track of it, looking at it once a week. If you've listened to this episode, you hear how important it is to look at those things and have fun with it. You know, 
I listen to fun like hip hop and R&B music or maybe you're not into that stuff. Maybe you want to listen to some Bridgerton music because I've been listening to classical like pop music. I used to play violin. Anyways, I'm going off target, but I know what is working. So my question to you is what is working for you and what can you focus more in on and how can you improve it as opposed to doing all those things? I know how easy it is for us to compare ourselves to who are the top dogs. They're doing everything, right? Whether we're looking at maybe Oprah Winfrey, Tony Robbins, Gary Vee. But you have to remember, they have money and resources and team that you and I may not have because we are not there yet. I am not saying we can't get there yet, but it's just mindful, right? That we don't have those resources and money, right? We're only given 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And if you want to learn more about how you can understand your numbers, how you could simplify your business more and doing less, listen to episode 26, where I go more in depth about it. But when you're trying to plan out the rest of the year so you can enjoy the holidays, look at what is working up to this point. So the sixth and final tip is what can you delete? What can you not focus on or even delegate? Maybe you still want to do things, but the question is, do you have to still do so much of it? Can you scale back on it? So in episode 26 that I share of simplifying your business and how you can do more with less. So that was end of July. I'm recording this in October. This is when it's going to be published October 2022. I shared how in August I have two weeks of vacation set. So I already had that. I went to Tahoe and Mammoth, which are places in California. And then in September, I went to both Scotland for a wedding, my friend's wedding in Hawaii, for my boyfriend's work trip. So I knew that I had four weeks that I was not going to work. I refused to work. I wanted to enjoy my life, right? Or as the British would say, the holidays, right? So I wanted to enjoy my vacation holidays. I decided, okay, well, I do podcasts every week. I do newsletters every week. Why don't I just scale it back? Why don't I do it every other week instead? So one week's podcasting, another week is newsletters, right? So I talked about this in episode 26. So that was only almost two and a half months ago. So I want to report back the results of that. It is insane. So I came back last week from Hawaii. I have 15 sales calls scheduled with people who are interested in working with me and my team. I scaled back, like I said, not doing weekly newsletters, not doing weekly podcast episodes. And also this past week, I've had three calls scheduled. That's in addition to the 15. So there's a total of 18. That's insane. And my open rate for my newsletters, they have increased by 184% open rate. And those are two things I consciously decided to scale back on. I thought that was going to hurt my business. In fact, it has helped my business. And I had to be honest with myself. And I reflected on this with my team where I was like, you know, because I was churning out content once a week, whether it was the newsletter, the podcast, those topics and the content I created were half-assed. I'm just being honest. I'm using my full ass by creating long-form content, whether it is this podcast or my newsletter once a week. And it's giving me spaciousness 
and time so I could focus on other things. We could be so caught up on doing the content creation that we forget to actually serve our clients and even be CEOs when we're looking at what is working, what is not working in our business. So here's what I want you to hear. It's not about doing the most. It's about doing what works for you now, focusing on that so you can live the life you want to live. And also be mindful that it's okay if you are in disagreement of how you did things in the past to where you're at now, because we are humans, we evolve, we change, our priorities in life may change. It doesn't mean that you were wrong or you've made errors and mistakes from what you've done in your past in your business or even life. Like it's about learning from it and acknowledging, okay, this is where I'm at right now in my life. And this is how much I can give. This is what is working. This is when I step back on. And this is what I can delegate or delete. So I know I was talking so much on what you could delete, not focus on in business. So if you have a full-time job, it's once again having that honest conversation with your boss of what things shouldn't be a priority right now and giving reasons as to why those projects or tasks are not a priority. But it's having a conversation, right? It's not like commanding it. And also, it's not just about deleting and not focusing on things or scaling back on things. It's also, what can you delegate? And the holidays are coming. If you have friends and family coming over, maybe it's hiring a house cleaner. That's okay. We're all busy. So I know this episode is focused on how you could create supportive ways to make money while you enjoy the holidays. But just know, even this episode and the tips that I've shared, it's possible to make money and enjoy your life. I shared earlier, this past year, I've had six weeks of vacation. I went to Vegas, Scotland, Hawaii, and in California, I've been to Tahoe, and Joshua Tree. I've also been working out a minimum of three times a week doing hot yoga. I'm not even done planning my trips. I actually have two trips coming up. In November, I'm planning to go to Santa Barbara. In December, heading back to Vegas for my birthday. And sure, I shared numbers of open rates, sales calls, profits, but let me tell you the results I want to share with you and what is possible for you. One, I am Tanner. Although I am upset I have to change my new foundation because I am darker, but whatever. I'm Tanner. I'm happier. I'm getting eight hours of sleep. I remember when I first started my business, or even not just my business, but my first jobs when I'm in my early 20s, when I barely slept because of working so much, I didn't know how to set boundaries, prioritize, delegate, and delete. But I fought for myself to live the life I want and to make the money that supports me in creating that life. And it is okay to claim that that I want to make money. And if you haven't yet, you can listen to the episode with Erica and India, my D&I consultants, where we talk about charging your worth as a woman of color. Look, as a first-generation immigrant, I acknowledge how privileged I am and how much was sacrificed before me with my parents and all the generations before them that I deserve to, one, make the money I want to make and to enjoy life, to have a choice on how I'm going to use my time. And 
Legacy Maker, you also deserve to receive abundance, success, and happiness to enjoy the holidays and life itself. So Legacy Maker, if you're wanting to actually enjoy the holidays and your life by your own definition, while still creating a successful career or business, and you want to see how it looks like to work together and create some amazing magic, well, schedule a complimentary 30-minute legacy business or career review call. You go to elainelu.com forward slash call. And during this call, we will, one, identify your personal and professional goals to create, and two, you'll receive three action items that's aligned to you. So to see how it looks like to work together and to schedule that complimentary 30-minute legacy business or career review call, go to elainelu.com forward slash call. That's C-A-L-L. Legacy Maker, if you love this Call Your Dreams episode, we would love it if you can leave a rating and review on Apple so more women of color and allies can benefit too. And if you have one or two friends that would get so much from this particular episode, please share. The intention behind the Call Your Dreams podcast was to contribute and give back to our people. All right. We'll see you next Thursday for our newest Call Your Dreams episode. And don't forget to call your dreams to create your legacy.